Hi, you guys. This is Lost Arts Radio Live, and I'm Richard Sachs here with Doug Diamond. And it's nice to see you again. I hope your new year is starting out well. I know a lot of people all week, what we've been looking at really is some kind of assessment, analysis of what's going on since the um, events of January 6th on Wednesday, and a lot is happening. In fact, things are happening so fast now, and there's different streams of information coming in that are conflicting with each other, contradictory. <clears throat> a lot of people are saying everything's under control, and you know, they're, all these people around Trump are getting ready to... Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily as out there as the Q people are saying all the bad guys have already been arrested and the the ones that are seeming to operate are all clones. And I mean, yeah, great if that's true, but I, I think that's been complete nonsense for quite a while. And if I'm shown to be wrong, I'll certainly be happy to admit that right away. But as far as what's really going on, I think the basis of it is a all of us are under a lot of mind control and, and hypnosis, and uh, millions and millions of people in America are um, under a particular kind of hypnosis that are celebrating that uh, the Biden administration, or as he calls it, the Harris administration, has just won the presidency, and um, they're going to be finding out that that's not necessarily a, a fantastic good thing. And a lot of other ones are thinking that, oh, no problem, Trump is savior of everything and he's got it all under control. And uh, I want to clarify one thing before we actually get into looking at it in some detail. <clears throat> and that is that America is really important with respect to the rest of the world. Every country is centrally important, especially to the own, their people that are living in that country. And that's why, you know, many things that Trump said were really great. One of them was for that the idea is for every country to be, make itself uh, great, which means a great place for the people who live there. <clears throat> it doesn't mean what the media tried to portray it as going out and conquering all the other countries. Nationalism in the, in the positive sense is completely positive. It, it's good. It's good for everybody. It sets an example for other countries. It's what one of the things that Trump tried to get through is that each country really should be working on making conditions for freedom in, in, in its own country good for everybody who lives there so that they can enjoy their lives and prosper and be creative. And as long as they don't tra trespass on the rights of everybody else, that individual freedom is the basis and the reason for having government at all to protect individual freedoms, not to kill those for the so-called rights of the collective, which is what communism always uses as an excuse to control everybody. And people argue whether communism or fa communism or fascism or uh, other things, other forms of tyranny are worse or better than each other. But really, they're all just different minor style changes from the same thing. And the spectrum is not left and right or fascism against communism. It's freedom and, and tyranny on the opposite sides of the spectrum. And for a long time, hundreds or actually thousands of years, if you look into it deeply enough, there's been a, a program running on this planet to 
you know, working towards total domination and bringing every country under complete slavery and tyranny. And you could call it fascism or communism, but they're just aspects really of the same thing. And in the end, the total enslavement is supposed to reach levels where they get to their real goal, which is extermination of not just people and all life on earth, uh, but also themselves. It's a suicide mission. And we won't go into that in too much depth in this particular broadcast. That's a big subject, and it hasn't been talked about really that much. People talk about population control and enslavement and regimentation and surveillance and things like that, but not often realizing that really the only logical explanation for what those in control of the planet have been doing is uh, suicide, including their own lives as well, but but step by step. If they were doing it quickly, they would have done it a long time ago. Since the technology became available to blow up everything or poison everything on the planet overnight, and they conspicuously have not been doing that, it's a methodical program. It's a ceremonial sacrifice type program. It's highly, highly coordinated, and it's got the facade of a bunch of disorganized people in governments to let the general population know that, oh, they could never pull off something like this. There couldn't be a worldwide coordination against humanity and against life. That That's a nonsense theory. It could never be done. But it's exactly what is being done at a level of coordination and control that's way beyond what most of the conspiracy believers even imagine. It's, it's very, very uh, in-depth and detailed. So, back to what's happened and the reason that we mention it from the point of view of America, besides the fact that we're sitting in America right now, I'm in America doing this broadcast, though it's reaching worldwide anywhere where the internet is allowed and still accessible. Uh, America is significant because it was started with at least the theory of individual freedom, and it said in the in the uh, Declaration, individual original Declaration of Independence and other uh, Federalist papers and, and things like that, that the only excuse for a government to exist was at the permission of the people, the consent of the governed, and that it was there to protect their rights and their lives and against uh, enemies, foreign and domestic, basically, and anybody in America taking public office or in the military or law enforcement or a number of other offices takes an oath to protect the Constitution, which represents the commitment to individual freedom, not group freedom. It's a big difference, individual freedom. Because if you switch over to uh, the good of the, the, what do they call it, the greater good, then what happens is that's an excuse to wipe out any freedom that individuals have. And all there is in society's individuals. Groups are an arbitrary construct. So if you sacrifice the freedom of individuals for the so-called freedom of the group, you've gotten rid of freedom, and that's what tyrants always try to do with the promise of utopia and various forms. That's what communism typically promises, and people have been being taught in America for a long time now, many decades, in the schools and universities that they don't always call it communism or socialism, but the collectivism, as Ed Griffin uh, terms it, 
is really what everybody should sacrifice themselves for. And that's a completely un-American idea. It's completely against freedom in any country. It's not just America. There's nothing better about the humans that are born in America than anywhere else in the world. It's just that the founding documents in America were uh, wise and brave enough to say it's all about individual freedom, not individual freedom to destroy everybody's life or to, you know, it's not individual freedom to for Monsanto to put him out GMOs and Roundup. That's not individual freedom. That ruins everybody's food supply. And so it doesn't cover stuff like that. But as long as you're conscious and and uh, respectful of other people's rights as much as of your own, then individual freedom is great. And in fact, originally the founders of America said this will only work. It's a constitutional republic, which of course doesn't make it any good at all unless it's a good constitution. But the one in America was in a lot of ways and still would be if it was ever followed. But um, I think it was Franklin who said that this doesn't do any good unless you can keep it, and you can't keep it unless we have what he called an educated public, which means conscious population, not a bunch of people trying to fight each other and uh, obsessed with race and uh, division of economic classes and uh, genders against each other and all kinds of nonsense like that. You have to have actual grown-ups in society, or you can make any system, and it's not going to protect freedom. So it matters what happens to America. It's the target of the global rulers a lot now because it represents at least the memory of individual freedom, a country being formed with at least the written principles of individual freedom, which gradually the people started growing up enough to realize, oh, it's not just for white so-called white people it's not just for males it's for everybody and once that was realized um this nonsense that the country is still uh full of you know overwhelming institutional racism and everything that's just harped on by the media to make it come true but the people who actually live on the street in the country realize that except for little pockets where people are really backward and unconscious, um, it's not, compared to most of the world, it's very much beyond racism. And uh, people can come together easily in America who just appreciate each other as human beings. And the race issue is just stupid and ridiculous. And, you know, there's a reason the media plays it up all the time. Same thing with any other kind of division. Anyway, What happens to America now is really important for the fate of the rest of the world. And the people of any country, if they get together and the government actually represents the conscious aspect of the people and it protects them against threats to individual liberty, then any country can become, you know, unlimited greatness in itself. And an example to all the others America was close to doing that for a while, and that's why it has to be destroyed as far as the rulers go. They're totally into uh, destruction of life on our planet. Basically, that's the bottom line. So, 
uh, major events have been happening, obviously, in America lately around two big subjects, the election and the uh, pandemic. And those have been the focus of, of most of the attention, a lot of other sub-issues, but those two have been very important. So down to the, there are millions of people, and I've talked to many of them, celebrating the uh, coming inauguration on, uh, I guess it's uh, a week from Wednesday or so, it's January 20th, of President Biden, who actually got totally wiped out in the election, and the evidence of that is overwhelming, even though the our criminal media in this country has these really serious-looking, respectable people coming on with good clothes and serious facial expressions and everything saying, well, there's just no evidence of uh, fraud in the election. And they say that in different ways. The opposite is true. It was an dem- incredible demonstration of not only fraud in the election on many levels, but amazing global coordination and cooperation and collusion in getting that fraud actually accomplished. It was an amazing uh, testament to what people can do if they work together. It's too bad it was used for something bad because if, if these people who were involved in deception of the whole world would actually do something useful, they'd be great heroes of the, of the world, but they're not using it that way. So, uh, right now, the media is the main one of the main weapons being employed against most of the world, but certainly in America, uh, not wanting us to see any of us who watch television, and I don't, I haven't for a long time, but a lot of us still do. They don't want anybody to see that the election was a total fraud, uh, globally coordinated project to destroy the country and uh, actually bring in communist control. It's just super clear. And we have not only evil corporate media in this country, we have, and and the people who work for it and try to censor everything, uh, they've been hypnotized into serving evil too. And they think it's kind of funny. And they, I guess a lot of them are compromised by drugs and the uh, mind control of the wireless networks and things like that. But they're not able to think very clearly. And if you talk to them in the street when they're busy destroying things and burning down buildings and uh, protesting against what they think is fascism and things like that, they're not coherent. They can't really explain it. And it, it, it's kind of a, a deep collusion between that group, the, the rioters in the street, and the Democratic Party is, is to a large extent involved. Many of them are friends of mine. I was raised... Uh, in a Democrat family, and not for bad in purposes at all. It was understood that the Democrats were the nice people and really cared about everyone, especially people that were having a hard time in their lives, you know, either poor or otherwise in bad conditions, which that kind of empathy is obviously a good quality. And, and it was understood that the Republican people were uh, the really mean people. Uh, the ones who only cared about money and killing everybody for business and war. and that It wasn't ever really that way, but, but a lot of the people felt that way. And a lot of the Democrats that I knew as I was growing up were great people. Many of them still are. They just 
don't realize that the objectives of what the party is doing have turned to, uh, if I wanted to say it from a non-biased point of view, I'd say complete blatant evil. And the Republican Party is completely corrupted as well, with very, very few exceptions. I'm talking about the leadership. A lot of the followers of both parties in America don't realize that, that their party is has become the tool of evil. So um, they both got really upset when Donald Trump ran for office, not that he was any kind of savior, and he had massive flaws, but not any of the ones that the media talked about. They made those up, and people couldn't imagine that that was the case. The Republicans and the Democrats showed rare cooperation when Trump was running for office. They both tried to ridicule him and prevent that from happening. They were under clear orders from higher levels that he would be too dangerous to let in, and there was massive fraud in 2016. There was just not quite enough on both sides to keep him from getting elected, and they were very upset when they did, and they've been attacking him and promoting the hate Trump campaign since before he was inaugurated in 2016. And again, it wasn't because he was perfect or, you know, he had a lot of flaws. He, contrary to what we were told by the Q people and others, there was a lot that he didn't know about and a lot that he didn't understand. He made some mistakes that could be, you know, huge damage for the, for humanity in general. That wasn't, they, the media didn't have that against him. They had against him that his motive was good. And a lot of people are telling me, what? Trump's motive was good. He was terrible. He's in on it. He's part of the cabal, all this kind of stuff. Not that this is really even the main issue. It's not, because whether Trump is there or not, America and humanity faces the same questions. But the reason that the whole power structure had to get rid of uh, Donald Trump which they may have accomplished now, and I say may, and I'll explain why I say that and not in a more definite uh, report, you know, wording in, in a minute. But the reason they wanted him gone and mounted the most incredible uh, coordinated attack against a president that I've seen or heard of in American history is because his intent was good. And the last person I remember like that, well, Reagan had good intent, but again, he had a lot of things that he didn't know about. He wasn't all-knowing. Uh, he said a lot of great things. Government was the problem and not the solution. Um, very well-intentioned. He, wanted, he didn't want war. Uh, but, you know, his mistakes were so gigantic that, uh, for example, he signed the bill in 1986 that gave vaccine manufacturers and everybody else involved in the business of injecting poison into unsuspecting medical patients. Uh, he gave them complete freedom from liability, Reagan did. So when your family was injured or killed by what shots they were given, it wasn't, you couldn't do anything to get to get back at the vaccine manufacturers or have them be responsible or the doctors or other people that were involved in it, they were all uh, blame-free, and you just had to deal with your uh, damaged or killed family. Reagan did that. But that doesn't mean 
that Reagan was bad. You know, and, and people have fallen into really shallow thinking, saying, of course he was bad. Nobody good would ever have done that. No, see, people are at different stages of learning about what's going on. And I can't think of any that I've run into that are not somewhere on that spectrum. You know, I haven't, the followers, of the devotees of Trump said he was all-knowing and had everything under control, and now they say he's arrested and, you know, gotten rid of all the bad guys and stuff. They, they just can't come to terms with the idea that people have positive and negative aspects and they have different motives, you know, good or bad. And Trump has good motives, and I think that... Uh, Reagan did and Kennedy did and see I don't care at all what party they're in and the parties are a big distraction and big corrupt organizations that usually try to make things as bad as possible for the general public but Kennedy had a lot of imperfections too uh, you know personal uh, issues of morality with his marital situation and uh he had socialist leanings. He wanted to control price and, and other things in government and didn't understand economics as clearly as he needed to. But his motive was good. And eventually that was realized and he had to be killed. And that was not a lone gunman. That was coordinated within government and corporations to working together. Uh, his vice president was involved. And there's a lot you can read about that. It's an interesting story. But with uh, Trump, it was realized by the power structure very early that although he had massive misunderstandings and missed a lot of it, he was actually there sacrificing billions of dollars of his own money to try to help his country, which he saw was in danger, and he didn't realize how right he actually was. He made huge mistakes, but it, there are a lot of really great people intelligent people. Trump's IQ is very high, 150s or something like that. And um, a lot of people with good intent, high IQ, intelligent, that can't see things that are just right in front of their face. And if we're honest, I think we've all been in that category with something or other. It's so easy to say, oh, what an idiot this guy is, or, you know, this lady's missing everything, and I would see it right away. Um, who is it? among our all of us that hasn't fallen for something that was should have been so obvious to us that we didn't shouldn't have made that mistake in our lives but we've all fallen for stuff like that so once you realize that it takes the edge off your attitude but the point is that um trump is whether he's going to still be there or not it's not he's not the issue the issue is the consciousness in the country consciousness in the world and I wrote down a bunch of stuff I wanted to remember to give to you. And the, as usual, I've completely paid no attention to it. I just don't want to miss any of the really major points. But um, I guess I already went over the idea that Trump has been said to be playing 4D chess. I don't think that was true at all. Um, I think he just bungled a lot of stuff. He fell for an obvious false flag in Syria, uh, shooting missiles in. Try not to damage anybody which i don't he shot it you know warned everybody to evacuate where the missiles were going to hit but he shouldn't have done it at all and probably one of the worst things he's done 
is going along with the pandemic, but the fake pandemic. But there's a lot more. Um, I've been surrounded by people this week that said, "Oh, Trump was the most dangerous man in the world. He's the most evil. He's in on the whole plan to destroy humanity." And I mean, they don't want to discuss it. They just want to say, "This is how it is." Um, but you know, they don't anything. Those people that have talked to me during this week and the last few days, anything that Trump has done, which is good, which there's a lot, which goes directly against the agenda of the power structure, and which will shortly be reversed if Biden gets in, uh, they don't see any of the good that he's done. And if they do see it, they say, well, that that was just make-believe. That's to make you think he was good. That's why he did good things. It wasn't because he wanted to. And it's all what they call controlled opposition. And I... Once a person has that set belief system, their, their jokes been said, you know, among the supporters of Trump, which are true, that even if he found the cure for cancer, which actually was found a long time ago, I have to mention that. That's something I've been involved in for decades. But even, let's assume that we don't know the cure for cancer, okay, and pretend that for a minute. Uh, if Trump found the cure for cancer, he would be criticized and hated by these people who hate Trump. Uh, and know that he's in on everything and is bad, saying that, look at that, he just put all these cancer doctors out of work heartlessly. And uh, the people who think that he's here to save the world, they can't see the, see the evil of the, some of the things he's done with good intent, like uh, supporting 5G and GMOs and Internet of Things and the false flag stuff that I talked about. But probably one of the worst things is the warp speed falling for the pandemic and even if he wasn't going to force the vaccines which he said clearly he wasn't on the federal level that's just a dumb thing to say because the the danger of the enforcement is at the state and local levels from the so-called health experts and authorities that uh, were on the way to not being able to talk about if things keep going the way they're going so he made not only terrible mistakes, but potentially life-ending mistakes. Trusting the medical authorities, you know, was um, amazing. But most people are actually in that trap right now. So the thing is not to not to get into saying, you know, how stupid somebody is because we've made mistakes like that. It's to see, wow, look at the power of the programming that we've all been fed since childhood about believing in the medical authorities are here and going to save the world from the mistakes of God in nature and try to sterilize the environment so that we'll all be safe from germs. And we're all, all fed this nonsense about the wrong understanding of the germ theory since we've been here. And it's not the way we've, we've thought about it at all. A lot of brilliant people have talked about that, uh, one I I really looked into recently was uh, Dr. Thomas Cohen, or Cowan, I'm not sure how he pronounces it. We're going to probably have him on the Sunday show in the near future. He's already said he wants to be on, so that's going to be really interesting. Sherry Tenpenny's done a lot of work about the whole viral situation and the pandemic situation and uh, the real ingredients in the vaccine. And I should mention that just like you check the ingredients in your food, and if you don't, you should. 
there's a lot of people who think, oh, that's just silly, you know, I'm, I'm tough and I'm healthy. That, that doesn't matter. I've watched some great bodybuilding coaches and people like that talk about uh, how you don't have to worry about GMOs and uh, potentially toxic ingredients, preservatives, chemicals, stuff like that, because it's all approved by FDA and um, other organizations in the government who are there to make sure that, and they have very smart people, that you're protected. And they don't realize that those are all completely corrupted agencies. They become criminal organizations. And we're really at the point here where um, the tiny group that's been in control at the top of the negative power structure of the planet for a long time, actually thousands of years, that I've traced back, and others too. They think they're at the end game, and that they're very near being able to wipe us out at this point. And it's a consciousness issue, because if what I mean by consciousness was common in the people of all countries, nobody would ever fall for any of this stuff. But the fact is that we've got a lot of very intelligent people, very good people, on every side of every issue, uh, who really believe in things that should be obviously ridiculous, but they believe them. And rather than hating those people on whatever opposite side of each issue that you might be on, they're warning you, all of us are subject to this kind of programming. And it requires incredible self-awareness to not be subject to it but you've got brilliant people who want to do good believing that vaccines prevent disease billions of people believe that and that they're totally safe that they've saved mankind from uh, horrible plagues like polio and smallpox are the two that are usually quoted that they've eradicated disease they believe that gmos help end starvation and resist droughts better than uh, normal heirloom-type seed varieties would. Um, they sincerely believe that chemical fertilizers and pesticides are modern farming and that without those, famine would destroy billions of us. <clears throat> and we owe our lives to modern chemical agriculture. <clears throat> Don't hate these people. Take it wise, wisely. As a warning, this kind of mind control is all around us. You know, the majority of people believe that wireless devices and 5G are a great advance. I've been talking to telecom people this week, too. And a lot of the lower-level employees inside that are tasked with selling these technologies are starting to know about it. The upper levels either don't know, they're so highly educated that they've been taught that that's all nonsense, or a few of them know and don't care, or they think that they can't afford to risk their jobs, etc. There's a lot of brilliant people who think that government agencies tell the truth, that they're full of really smart people. Um, a lot of the real, you know, true liberal people who just want everybody to have the freedom to have a good life believe that banning private firearms ownership would make uh, the world safer. They actually do believe that. Um, that's a long discussion in itself. It's completely the opposite is true. 
a lot of the them that are really believing in everybody's freedom think that uh, a baby before it's born is just a piece of the mother's body, and that's it. So she has complete freedom to you know kill that part of her body if she wants to. Some of them actually think that it's a parasite that's been on video, um, just so out of touch with nature, not realizing that's a sacred charge for the mother and father to take care of until the baby can breathe air and then after that to take it further some of them are now going to the point where they including amazing people like governor northam of virginia saying that babies after they're born are not really born they're not really people so you know they don't want to say they can be murdered because that might sound bad so they say they can choose not to resuscitate them which is kind of nonsense language to make it sound like the baby was never alive or something people are falling for this stuff and they don't they don't just fall for it they defend it vehemently uh, viciously going after people who try to explain it to them and it's a mental condition that is widespread they so you know they've they've been taught that the pandemic is real the there's a terrifying threat to our survival and now they've got this new mutated strain remember that all of this is backed up by what's called the pcr test and the pcr test is not a test for a virus it's a procedure that carrie mollis invented and he said by the way never use this to diagnose anything because it can't do that it just magnifies little tiny insignificant things that can be found in anybody and makes them look big and if you make believe it's a diagnosis you can prove there's a terrible pandemic, and if you use it to prove that the uh, injection is working and that you know Pfizer and Moderna and these other companies that provide vaccines for everybody, which Trump uh, you know, authorized billions of dollars to go to these toxic, deadly, potentially deadly uh, injections, and Reagan arranged it so that they couldn't be liable for the damage. Um, they believe in that's that that's all real and and when when they want to show that they're effective and safe they use the pcr test because all you have to do is adjust it and it'll show positive or negative according to whatever you want so if you want to authorize a vaccine for example you turn down the number of cycles on the uh pcr test that you're testing for the people that got the particular vaccine and show that they're all uh, totally healthy and don't have the infection and the ones that don't get it you turn the cycles up and show that oh too bad they all got the disease 95 percent effective it's that dumb and it's that blatant and it's right in the face of everybody that the whole thing is a fraud and yet most of us don't see it or a lot of us don't see it so the question of freedom in a country and whether this program of annihilating life on earth succeeds is really comes down to not trump or biden or you know some other great leader it comes down to the population's consciousness do we fall for total nonsense or are do we have enough wisdom to just be still and look at something and see if it's true or not and i think you know for the most part what it is right now really good people especially people educated in so-called health which i've been deeply involved in public health and all that 
Uh, they believe that masks are essential, and some of them really think it's justified to for the police to beat up people and club them and arrest them for not wearing a mask. Eventually, you know, inside their homes and everything like that, there are a lot of great people that have good motivation that believe chemtrails are not real, geoengineering doesn't exist, and that man-made climate change is a reason to shut down all of our freedoms to save the earth and um so i i think that you know my assessment of trump is good motives but obviously very fallible with huge areas of ignorance um you got a lot of good good done but uh the people who are, are convinced that he's evil it doesn't matter how much good he's got done it'll all be fake and yeah. under controlled opposition and there there's two different groups right now one of them is saying that he's in the white house still and basically trapped and controlled and surrounded by enemies and i i know that has been true i don't know whether it's true this minute but his own lead attorney has been screaming at him to demoralize him and get him to uh concede the election which was a complete fraud and not fight it um We've been shown recently that the Supreme Court in America is completely compromised, probably controlled by blackmail and bribes. Uh, the Congress, including the Republicans, is pretty much all, they are all in on the destruction of the country, uh, controlled by who knows what promises of uh, rewards if they help the country be destroyed, uh, blackmail for things they've done on video, um, threats to their family, things like that. But whatever the mechanism, pretty much all the con Congress and the vice president uh, got in on getting rid of the big threat to the power structure, which was Trump. And then there's another group that believes he's in Texas in a secure location about to orchestrate the arrest of all the bad people, all the traitors who they now know because Everybody was against Trump at the end. And uh, in fact, the media has gotten in on saying that the people who got into the uh, the chambers of the Congress on Wednesday were these horrible terrorists. And uh, who was it? Was it McConnell or somebody that compared it to Pearl Harbor and said it was just so terrible that uh, Trump needs to be taken out by the 25th Amendment? and probably arrested, and maybe his whole family arrested, and all his supporters arrested. Um, pretty severe. But all the riots that happened all summer to burn down cities by BLM and Antifa, those were justified and mostly peaceful. So it's clear the media has been uh, really a major player in working for the removal of Trump and the, the destruction of the country. But the people who think that's a good thing and believe the media that Trump is evil don't understand that what they're about to get, if Biden successfully gets into office and he is ready to give it to over to Harris right away, in fact, he's been calling it the Harris administration on TV, there's some things that he's been promising. And what's um, to be expected in that administration is return to the policies that happened before Trump, meaning open borders, uh, 
people who come into the country illegally being able to vote immediately, packing the Supreme Court with already come, you know, corrupted Supreme Court, which is pretty useless now, putting in a bunch of extra so-called justices so that it won't ever be uncorrupted again. Increased funding for Planned Parenthood, encouragement of pre- and post-birth abortion, support of uh, CCP programs and social programs that go with it, forced mask wearing, which he's promised to federally require everybody to wear masks, which are basically a sign of submission. They don't stop viruses. Uh, But forcing people to wear those for 100 days, which is well into the summer. And you know that if they get it passed for 100 days, it'll be permanent. That was always the plan. Um, Forced perpetual testing, which because it's the uh, it's a test that's not really a test, it's PCR, it can be adjusted to show that everybody who doesn't have all the required vaccines is positive and should be isolated from society. Uh, perpetual lockdowns to kill what's left of the economy, which is the main purpose of the lockdowns, is to dis- tear apart society and destroy businesses. Um Encouragement for a lot more gender mutilation of children, more severe punishment for lockdown violation, stealing, which he would call confiscation of private firearms, much higher violent crime rates and police brutality, uh, characterization of all Trump supporters as terrorists, continued support for 5G and and Internet of Things, which Trump was supporting, Uh, return of the Obamacare mandate, so no health freedom. Reinstatement of the nuclear deal for Iran, return funding to WHO, support of the Great Reset, uh, greatly increased censorship even compared to now in partnership with big tech, uh, increased application of social credit scores, making dissenters' lives almost impossible to live so that without saying that he's requiring all these things for people to obey, it'll be really difficult not to, which has already started. Increased universal basic income, which people coming out of the universities think must be really great. And a lot of other people that are confused about economics don't realize that universal basic income is flat out a means to slavery because it's conditional. You get universal basic income, which is usually set at a level eventually where you can barely survive on it. But if you don't follow whatever the demands are, they just switch it off for you, and you get to think about it for a while. Uh, So full economic destruction, new world digital currency, uh, more using the U.S. government for crimes like Biden did in Ukraine, And, and there's a lot more, but that's a pretty good start. So it doesn't paint a very good outlook for the future of America, and I'm not saying that the future has to be bad, believe it or not. But I'm saying that this is what Biden is promising, even though he probably won't be there for long because it's really hard for the true rulers to make good use of a president who is so incoherent and unaware of his surroundings and everything that um, he can't really be trusted to remember anything or say anything accurately. So he's been talking a lot about handing it over to Harris and not that that's a good thing. Harris is vicious has her own record that you should study there's been a lot of video work on it probably be uh, banned in the near future 
the part of it that hasn't been. But Harris's record, especially against minority people and in a lot of different ways, has been horrible. Um, and she intends to confiscate firearms, take away individual rights, make everybody comply with the lockdowns and um, supporting illegal immigration completely and things like that. She's going to be a disaster for the country if allowed to be in charge. But um, in spite of all these things that are being promised by the so-called incoming fraudulently elected administration, the idea of American freedom is still there and the memory of it is still great. The memory is what's targeted for termination because it affects the whole world and it needs to spread. And the media in America hasn't shown it, but there have been huge demonstrations of people starting to realize that and say, wait a minute, we didn't think we had to destroy all the businesses for any other diseases that have happened. There have been other widespread diseases before. There are big ones going on now like tuberculosis, which is considered contagious and very damaging. And there's, you know, huge numbers of people that have it and are dying every year. No mention, no lockdown, no impact on business, nothing. Um, so the memory of freedom is what the dark side wants eradicated and along with the sovereignty of all nations and all freedom and the, the idea of America and individual freedom as an inspiration of the, to the world is really worth preserving it seems to me and uh, there are a lot of groups waking up to that and saying not just for America but for the world they will work to not let that memory die and to bring it back into reality and there are anti-lockdown groups and anti-mask groups we had julie wentz on of az stands up that's a good one to to look at the archive of that show it was recent she'll be on again there's control group in california that is suing the i think state and federal governments over the lockdowns and is very well organized and we'll have uh have them back on in the very near future uh, health freedom groups, Dr. Labo has been involved in that and a lot of other great people uh, because health freedom would be over under the Obamacare mandates uh, and the things that would go with them. There are honest election groups like Bev Harris started blackboxvoting.org. That's still being carried on by other people now. There are end the Fed groups, there are anti-GMO groups like um, responsibletechnology.org is worth taking a look at. There are groups trying to expose that, no, wireless radiation is not harmless. It's not good for you. Everything should be hardwired, and we don't need devices to be wireless. It's causing a lot of uh, degenerative disease, cancer, and other things that are not recognized as coming from there because of the time factor. And one of those groups is scientistsforwiredtech.com. And we've had them on the show before, but there are many others that are also good. Organic agriculture groups that are trying to expose, no, the chemical fertilizers and spraying poison on your food is not brilliant. It's not, this is an example of what I'm talking about, that uh, very smart, very well-meaning people, many of them think that poisoning your food is good. It's called modern agriculture, and they they need to become conscious. So what's going to happen to to now to America now, which way it goes, 
which we'll see, I think, in the next few days, will have a massive effect uh, on the rest of the world. And, and it's not that the election was critical because Trump is perfect. He's, his flaws are so big that they could destroy humanity if they really run their course. But it marked a new level of kind of a blatant takeover by the power structure. There were plane loads of ballots flown in from overseas and unloaded in these uh, so-called swing states and probably all the states um, so that it makes you wonder for how many decades elections in America have been fake. And it is a potential explanation of how all these really terrible people got elected because they're showing their character in all over the country, like the governors, including some Republicans, not just evil Democrats, evil Republicans too, that are going along with uh, absurd regulations as part of the lockdowns. Like, no, you can't buy garden seeds. I think that was Michigan with Whitmer. And in some places you can't buy non-essential things in Walmart. And speaking of Walmart, they can stay open, but small businesses are too dangerous. And now they're doing curfews, assuming that I guess the viruses come out at 10 o'clock at night. And before that, the viruses have to stay indoors so they're not dangerous. So it's basically the idea of tyranny showing itself at a new level worldwide. Um, the top leaders of the tyranny think that it can't be stopped anymore and they've succeeded. And David, I can't say, you know, there's so many people whose names I can't say on the show anymore. Uh, but his last name starts with the letter I, and a lot of he and a lot of others said that uh, mass con, mass non-compliance would turn it around because if millions of people all didn't wear their masks or all wouldn't take a vaccine or all wouldn't lock down, and everybody kept their businesses open, they'd probably try to hurt a few of us and a few of the businesses as examples to scare everybody else. But if that didn't work then they'd have to give up because it, you know, it just wouldn't be carried out. And I think really in the end, since we don't see that kind of mass non-compliance yet, I hope we will, that it all depends on consciousness. And not only consciousness of the people who are victimized by all this stuff, but the consciousness of the people who are enforcing it. The people in public health, for example, that are saying, of course, this is such an uh, unquestionable threat to the existence of humanity in the future. We have to take all, away all your freedom for your own good. And they're coming straight out of university classes that taught them about uh, how it, it's important for health agencies to make policies, which are basically de facto laws, but they don't go through the process that a law has to go through. They just declare them. And this is one of the big scams in, in American government and other so-called freer democratic countries. They make believe to follow legislative or congressional procedures for passing laws, but that's full of fraud too. They put so many things in the small print in the laws that the people who pass them don't even read. I mean, it's just fraud on top of fraud, but... The, the specific fraud I was going to say is these agencies, like the health agencies, they just declare something, and it becomes essentially a law, a de facto law, which is completely unconstitutional in America. 
um, if people became conscious, including the healthcare workers, the people who are now serving in the healthcare system, they would get back in touch with nature and realize, wait a minute, we've had preventives and cures for all these things for a long time, ever since, for a really long time, like when humans first came to this planet or started on this planet, uh, the cures and the preventions were built into nature, and they still are. They're, they're not allowed in most of the mainstream journals, which is supposed to be the, uh, the way to judge whether anything's true or not, which is completely absurd, as you know. But the real responses and the remedies for all these health conditions have been known by the people in touch with the laws of nature for many thousands of years, and they still work. Uh, conscious people would never fall for using GMOs. They wouldn't buy any food that was grown with chemicals. They wouldn't be around Wi-Fi. They wouldn't use deadly medicines. Uh, toxic pesticides would be out of the question. They, w- they wouldn't become pilots in geoengineering, either would anybody else. And they would discover and promote uh, all kinds of human-friendly technologies for example, internal combustions would run on water or, or on free energy, just direct. But it's already been demonstrated on water, Stanley Meyer and others. Stanley didn't know what he was up against. And he drove, I think it was a dune buggy, all over America, maybe in the 90s or 80s or 90s, and on water. Water, that's it. And a modified internal combustion engine, the exhaust had water vapor, I mean, solve the problem. So you'd think that if any of these environmental groups were real, which I haven't found any that are real so far. I found ones that I have supported a lot in the past and they've gone crazy in the present and think that the Green New Deal is good and, I mean, completely insane, suicidal economics and things. But if any of these groups were really good, they'd put these water engines on the front pages of their newsletters and the human-friendly technology already exists. It doesn't need to be discovered. It doesn't depend on 50 more years of research. It's available. It's just being suppressed. And this party division and liberal versus conservative and all that nonsense is just to keep people fighting each other instead of doing what needs to be done. Uh, It all gets down to what the American founders called an educated public, and you can't use that in the context of what's called modern education because that's modern brainwashing. Real education, yeah, that that would apply. So I call it consciousness, and we haven't achieved a conscious public yet, so there's chaos and and the real threat of annihilation, and whatever technology comes up gets used for some kind of a destructive application, and everything is full of scams. So at the turning point we're at now, I don't really see, I I think all these things like David and others talk about, and Julie Wentz and all these people that are trying to, all these doctors that are trying to expose what's really going on with the pandemic and the vaccine and everything, and that, yeah, if you're going to let them inject something into your body, you might want to check the ingredients. You know, never, never do that out of blind trust, because in other cases, it's been deadly in the past. But this time, there's a danger of permanent genetic corruption, 
that is so deep it'll be passed on to future generations. So, um, important safety tip, as they said in Ghostbusters, you know, don't uh, don't let them do that to you or your kids or anybody in your family. Uh, no matter what the corrupt media tells you or the health officials that don't know any better, use your own intelligence. Um, so I think all those physical level movements that are going on that are good, that are trying to get the bad things outlawed and stop government uh, crime in different areas are great and they should continue. Uh, I agree with David on the mass non-compliance and all that. I think it's great. Um, it would be great to get some kind of a leader uh, way beyond Trump who was like fully conscious and really knew what was going on. Uh, but there's no point in waiting for a leader. There has to be, the people have to raise the level of awareness in, that they are carrying and then it would spread to other people. And I think the bottom line, even if if these outer programs like trying to stop the removal of freedoms go on, but there's no change in consciousness. I don't think the outcome will be very good. Um, I think the rulers will just use brute force. They'll, the censorship is going to get much tighter. Uh, health freedom is going to disappear and all that. I think if we just do the outer approach, it's probably not enough. So I thought, well, I don't want to see that happen. You know, the... The program is to bring in a new dark age prior to exterminating life, and I don't think that's a very good plan, and probably you don't either. So I'm thinking, all right, what do we do? And the only thing I could think of is in an area that most people would say that you're completely out of your mind and um, impossible. It's fantasy. People who heard about it this week said I was a crazy new age person and you know, just memorizing some nonsense from the the hippies that were claiming a new age was coming in and dancing around in San Francisco and taking drugs all the time. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that has been demonstrated to be real, kind of beyond the level of a quantum physics application, doesn't depend on anybody's belief, doesn't require anyone to change religion. Um, it's a force that's acting in nature all the time that can flow through humans and be used for good. Actually, you can't use the higher levels of it for anything bad. It's not possible. Pretty convinced of that at this point. And I thought, well, you know, somebody should share that who's really mastered it and I couldn't find anybody to do that so the next best thing I could do was say alright I've got some experience of it I'll share what I know if anybody finds that useful it could add enough power to bring it you know to the point of success in the world where we turn back the intended dark age which is what the power structure wants to bring in that doesn't originate with the Democrats or the Republicans or the Trump people or the hate Trump people or it's way deeper than all of that and it doesn't have to happen I'm really convinced at this point with all the dark stuff that we've been talking about that the future does not have to be bad and that each person every single one of us is carrying around the seeds of the power of turning the darkness back I really I'm not saying that lightly it's not from 
memorizing a belief system has nothing to do with any of that. It's not, didn't all come from a book I read somewhere. There's some stuff that is connected to my experience. And I've seen it work on a scale that is not what we need. It's small. But it couldn't happen unless there was reality to it. And so I thought, all right, that's an extremely hopeful thing that starts by it has the power to transform your own life to make things better for you. But if you take it far enough, it could spread. And if it's soon enough, maybe things don't have to be totally destroyed on a, in our country and on our planet, in our various countries. So a lot of my focus is going there all week, every week, every day now. And I want to get it to the point where we can use it for maximum benefit and say, look, fighting political fighting and saying whether you hate or love Trump or whether you think some bad Congress or legislator person needs to be punished or those are taking your time and energy. They could be valid observations, but we need something at this point since time is short and the people in power don't intend to ease off now. They intend total tyranny and worse after that. And the time is limited. And this is the only thing that I've found that I think has the potential to turn the whole thing around. It's way beyond personal bickering or left and right antagonism or um, anything like that. The stupid gender confusion and battles between males and females or old and young or rich and poor and black and white or uh, anything like that. Those are all superficial compared to what I'm talking about. So if you have any, we're over time, I just noticed by about four minutes. I'm sorry about that. but And we have to get ready for PHC. But that, even though the idea for Planetary Healing Club started on my part really with wanting to spread health information because you may not know this or you may, but real health information is violently suppressed in America. And it's not just about vaccines, it's all, it's all kinds of stuff. Anything that could make the medical system unnecessary and make doctors there only for emergencies or for a teaching about health, anything that would make that possible is violently suppressed. And it's true in most countries now in the world. It's not originally coming from the drug dealers, I mean the pharmaceutical expert scientists. It's coming from a level above that. It's part of the larger agenda. But that information is still there and it still works. And everybody deserves to have access to it. So Planetary Healing Club was started to be in a private platform that wouldn't get censored or banned, hopefully. And I would share what I've found out about that since the 1960s and experimented with all of it. But that was just the very beginning. Now it's morphed into something that I didn't expect. And although we still are totally open to sharing the health information that may, that some of us really value, but now it's into this deeper area, primarily. Still working with that physical health stuff, but the consciousness potential, not just the word, I mean, it's a cliche, and it depends, it has all these different meanings, but what's behind it 
that I'm probably not explaining very well, but is absolutely real, is the best thing, best chance of what I've seen for a hidden potential to avert the dark age that is approaching us right now. So if you have any interest in that and you want to join us, I, I have to warn you there are very small dues that are charged for belonging to the club because the only way we're trying to get any money to stay on the air is your donations and most people are not in a position to donate anything and we don't do any commercials so there's a little bit of money coming from the dues in the planetary healing club where we get into the forbidden health information and the consciousness work that i think is our most powerful potential tool if we get enough people in there that could pay for our additional projects in addition to keeping us on the air but if you want to help us financially not if you're struggling to survive obviously but if you have the means and you think that there's some value in what we're trying to do uh, there are donate buttons on lostartsradio.com and also on lostartsresearchinstitute.org that's our nonprofit. Um, those goes right to the nonprofit, and they support all that we're doing. And then also subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio is another way to support us if you want to. But if you're up to and brave enough to really work on yourself and you want to take part in what we're doing in the PHC, Planetary Healing Club, then you're personally welcome and invited. And it'd be fun to see you there. I'm live there every week. So is Doug. So we're all all the people who can make our live schedule, the people in different parts of the world, which we really strongly invite to join us because this consciousness work needs to be going on everywhere. So if you know people in some other country, invite them to check it out if you think it's the kind of thing they would want to do. Um, we want these centers of light. I mean, that analogy has been used before for good and bad things, but I'm seeing it still that way in reality. We'd like to have that going on all over the world. And for many of them, like if they're in um, Australia, it's not, not too bad. It's morning for them when we have our live meetings. But if they're in Asia or parts of Africa or uh, England, other, other things like that, where some of our members are, it's not a convenient time for them to participate live. So they can hear the archives and uh, send in comments, questions, and feedback by email, and all that way they're still participating. So any country you might be in, if if you're in, interested in that sort of thing, which I think is our potential way to turn things around that's stronger than anything else I know, then you're welcome to come. And if you have a question about it, to see whether, you know, what's it like and whether it would be worth your time or not, you're welcome to email me and I'll answer you the best I can. Richard at lostartsradio.com. Um, the other thing is that, remember, we have a Sunday show, and that's tomorrow at the time that this is live, and that's supposed to be inspiring people and organizations that we find that we want to introduce you to. One that hasn't been on for a while is Dr. Sam Osmanigich, who is the discoverer of a whole pyramid complex in Bosnia, bigger than the Egyptian pyramid, and uh, Super interesting guy and uh, worth listening to for sure. So that's tomorrow on lostartsradio.com. If you want to know what platforms we're on and stay in touch with that in case some disappear, go to lostartsradio.com and, and all the links are there under the radio tab. 
Um, and I think that's about all that I wanted to tell you. Bottom line, there's a lot of horrible stuff happening worse than most people imagine, but that doesn't mean that the future has to be bad. And I think the hidden deciding point um, is hidden in you. And it sounds, no, that's impossible because we've been so conditioned not to look at anything like that as real. But I've been looking at it for a while, and I, I'm sure at this point it is real. And there are things we can do. If you want to be part of that, you can. It doesn't take a majority of the people in the world at all. It takes a really focused minority, and it's contagious in the real sense. And it could really make a difference for the future. Things do not, at this point, have to be bad. So I'm not making that up. I really, I think they don't. But it depends on you. It depends on what we do. So you're really important. You're not some kind of insignificant one person out of 7.8 billion that can't do anything. It's just the opposite. That's why you're told that you're helpless and you need all these experts to take care of you. It's just the opposite of what's true. So whatever's going on, no matter what happens in the world, take care of yourself as a priority because it, it makes you more able to make your contribution to the world take good care of yourself especially under stress which is when people let it go and that's what that's definitely when you don't want to be uh, careless about it at all anyway i could keep talking and talking i'm over time now so have a great week thanks for the time that you spend with us i really appreciate it greatly i consider you the hope for the world and i'm not kidding <laughs> so you know, take care of yourself. You're an incredible being in this costume that looks limited. And there's a lot going on there that we're not used to paying attention to. Become aware of it and uh, incredible things could happen that we're told are not possible. It's not true. So have a good week and I'll look forward to seeing you here next time. Hope your new year starts out really well and I'll talk to you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on two YouTube channels, Facebook Live, Periscope, which is Twitter, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club 
meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channels at Lost Arts Radio and at Diamond Disc. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.